Good morning, everybody. Good morning. We have a curious word in today's Torah reading. Hashem instructs Noach to leave the Teva. And when he instructs Noach to leave the, te- the Ark, after the flood is over and he wants Noach to go back to the world, basically. So the word... It says, Hashem tells Noach, not only is he to leave the Teva, but he should take all the animals and everything that's inside the Teva, inside the ark, take it out with him. And the word used is, well, we have one of those um, unusual passages in the Torah where the Kri and the Ksiv are not the same thing. So it's written one way, pronounced another way. It's written Hey Vav Tzadik Aleph, but it's read Hey Yud Tzadik Aleph. Rashi, of course, focuses on this curiosity. It means to go out. So it's a question of whether or not you translate the word go out or basically push out. And Rashi says that Hashem tells Noach that not only is he to leave the ark and to take everybody else with him, but if anyone doesn't want to leave the ark, he has an obligation basically to evict them from the ark, to push them out of the ark. Now, this of course is a curious instruction because I don't know about you, but uh, if you're stuck in a building that's only 450 feet long and about 45 feet tall and three stories. And one of those three stories is filled with garbage for over the last year. And you've been locked up in that thing for over a year. I mean, the second somebody opens the door, you'd be out of there like a bat out of you nowhere. So what does that mean that Noah was told that in case any of the creatures don't want to leave, force them out the door. <laughs> Who needed to be forced out the door of the ark after the flood was over? The Rebbe explains a very interesting thing. The Zohar teaches us that while they were inside the ark, it was messianic in nature. Their entire life was messianic. It was what the world will be like when Mashiach comes. That was the experience inside the ark. So here's Noah. First he saw how dark the world could become. He lived it. He lived through it. He had the experience of what it was going to look like when, what it looked like when the world had become so decrepit and so depraved that it necessitated a full cleanse, the destruction literally of the entire creation. And he experienced a transition from the deepest of darkness to the most incredible of light. He went into the ark, closed the door, and was living messianically. He was living what it's going to be like in the times of Mashiach. Now at the end of this one year of living Mashiach-like, 
He's told, go back into the world. Noah is not naive. He knows going back into the world doesn't mean that the world is now all of a sudden going to be messianic. He knows quite well that going back into the world is going to be darkness again. And that his experience inside the ark was he should get an idea of what it's going to feel like when Mashiach comes. Fine. He had an experience of what it's going to feel like. But it wasn't the end. He knew now he has to start working in the world to be able to bring the world to that kind of a consciousness. He said, you know what? I'm an old man. I'm an old man. I had to experience 600 years of Golos. Before I got to go into the ark, I'm done. You want me to start over again? You want me to all of a sudden now, after I went through the darkness of Golos, not just any darkness, a darkness so bad that all of creation had to be destroyed. Hashem had no choice but to destroy everything. That's how bad the Golos was. And then from there, I got to go into the Teva. Like the Zohar says, I got to feel Mashiach. Now, after all that, now you're telling me to start over again. I'm not down. I wonder that. I'll stay in the Teva. I've had the experience. It's been nice. I'm out. Along comes the Torah and says, no. No, this was only a foretaste. Ultimately, Mashiach, Messianic revelation, the coming of Mashiach, can't come from the top down. It has to come from the bottom up. And now you have to go back out into the world and try this again. Don't let the world down. You have that vision, you have that insight, you have that understanding. Use your vision and understanding to inspire the world around you so that the world lifts itself up. Not it just experiences light from above. It's not good enough to experience just the light from above. <clears throat> you have to work hard. Because, and you know, we look at the world today, we say to ourselves, wow, the world is kind of messed up right now. Really kind of messed up. And there's a part of us that says, we're the only ones experiencing enlightenment. We're the ones who see the truth of what's going on in the world around us. I've had enough. I've worked all these years to be able to bring light to the world. If the world doesn't get it, it's not my problem. Can't deal with it anymore. Along comes today's passion and says, say, not only should you go out, drag the whole world with you. Make sure everybody's participating. Make sure everybody in the world is inspired. Make sure everyone in the world is lifted up. Let's go out today, say. let's go out into the world, let's transform it, let's make sure we're interacting with people who are desperate for enlightenment, desperate for transformation, desperate for clarification, bring them to where they need to be, and with that, HaKadosh Baruch will bless us once and for all, first of all, with peace in Eretz Yisrael, Amen. tremendous peace, health, Return of all of our hostages, and most importantly, more, and that should be barely a stepping stone to the revelation of Mashiach and the Gula may it happen now. Amen. Amen. Go get him.